What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. What is going on, everyone? Happy Juneteenth. I know we're going to... It's a little late for that. You know what I mean. mean, You know, I had no other time but to do it for this episode because I couldn't do it last week. And, you know, of course, we're a couple days shy of it. But happy Juneteenth. It's happening. It happened. It's happening. No, it's. Ha- I mean, like change is happening, and I I'm love su- it. I'm surprised how many people didn't know that it existed. That's what happens when you whitewash history. Just like Thanksgiving Day, and you know all that stuff. You know, you know. Just like we made a, we did an episode like probably like a year ago at this point, maybe or eight months, ten months ago. About like uh, lies and myths about different things. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of things that they told us growing up, like milk and bananas. Like they only give us one type of bananas, but there's a bunch of different types, and you know mm-hmm. they used to package it as like a, a, a breakfast thing. Mm-hmm. And like uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff that they just like, hey, you guys go, you can have this. Mm-hmm. We're gonna give you a little bit of information, but you can't have the rest of it. Mm-hmm. You know. Ah oh, man, what is going on, everyone? I'm Shadell, Coast of Page and the Simpsons, and I'm joined with my lovely wife, Lauren. I, I completely had a, like a brain fart moment. So I I'm like, where is he going saying. with this? I had no idea what I, I don't know what I just said right now because I just I, I for a moment I'm back I, just, to Earth. Hello. I like pooped Hello. out. Hello. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I want to hop back to Juneteenth. I'm happy that this is slowly becoming like a state, like each state is like writing in as like, yo, it's going to be a holiday and a lot of state like offices and stuff like that had it off. And I hope, I really hope that by next year, this becomes like a, like, like another day off. And we have like, to my knowledge, I don't think we've never seen a, like a, a national holiday be like written in. So I want to address that. I thought that, and then somebody messaged me and said how apparently nine eleven became Patriot Day, and I didn't I've know never this. Heard that in my life. Well, and I told her I was like, but it's not a na- like it's not a national holiday where everyone has off. And she said that I think her work does, and that some schools do. But I was like, I was always in school on nine eleven, and and like you have work still yeah, and everything, and so I feel like okay maybe they called it something different so that maybe it doesn't have like the negative connotation of 9-11 with it but i've always i mean it was always just we remembered that day but nothing like changed like places give you veterans day but like only if you're like an actual veteran so it's like a selective like holiday right but yeah so i still feel that this is different because i feel like this will become a national holiday where everyone's actually off like in that sense um and i was telling you i was like i really hope that you know within like the next five or so years that like just like we do for fourth july this becomes like a like a get together of like of people like well and not for nothing so that that got me thinking too because for example like i know we go over your family's house for july 4th festivities and cookout and all that kind of stuff would your family switch to Juneteenth, or would we do both, or probably would it not. just be July Fourth still? Like, oh, probably not. Because that's interesting. As I think, seeing how 
families are going to adapt and if they're going to just recognize Juneteenth over July 4th, if they're going to recognize both or just stay with what they're doing. I don't see that happening for a long time. Yeah. People like you have. Because people are also used to what they're used to. Exactly. It's based on the older people because for my family, a lot of the older people run it. So they're going to run it on that day because that's what they've always done. So it's not going to change. Right. But let's say as as me my siblings cousins you know us grow up it's like okay we can be like hey do you we we normally have you know juneteenth off now do we want to try that because that's that's more realistic to like us as as people right so i mean that's uh, it's not gonna change like it's something that's gonna have to take that's that's like longer out there for it to be like a thing i'm just saying that's like a little get together and then you have another one um come july where it's maybe a little bit bigger but i don't see it like completely Mm -hmm. transitioning over unless you have like that I guess woke family that's mm-hmm. like yo we're ce- celebrating this mm-hmm. and i found it interesting how many people like didn't know about this and mm-hmm. not to say that i you know i knew it much more i just learned about it maybe like three four years ago from blackish when they had a whole episode about it well yeah and i was gonna say i didn't even learn about it from you i learned about it from what was it somebody i knew from a networking group and he was black and he would post about it on facebook and stuff and that's i'm pretty sure how i first actually came to know about it so but it was a few years ago so i think it's starting it had already started to become more of a i guess recognized thing Mm -hmm. and then now obviously with everything going on it's now everybody is learning of it not just a small part of people um now i'm trying to find the the freaking like the brief history about juneteenth if i have it on this article i'm trying to pull up i'm trying to find like the the time piece is it 1863 i believe eight i thought it was 1865 65 okay I, i have no idea uh well it says since 1865 black people have acknowledged i think it's 63 Cause it says that follow what I'm saying. No, that's 1865. Yeah, but follow what happens after. It says black people have acknowledged June 19th. So since that since that year, I'm pretty sure it was 1865. Go ahead, do a research check. But I'm just I I feel like it's 1863. We can sit here and, and bet on it, and you can confirm. But nonetheless, Abraham Lincoln signs the um gave the right to to give slaves their freedom. Um, and it wasn't until you know like two years later when everyone all the slaves were actually uh told about it and were set free essentially which is all cool and stuff but it didn't it's like how do you it's like when you're in an abusive relationship and you're like and someone's like yo you you can you're free to do like someone gives you that like eye opener where you're like you're free to go and do this and that and you don't have to be in this like relationship but it's like you're you're held back because you're like this is all i know like how could i go anywhere when this is all i know so that's kind of how i feel like the slaves took it where it's like it's great we're free and we can now not be you know stuck um under control of this like person but i feel like a lot of them probably either you know went and tried doing their own thing or some stayed still with the slave owner because they had no other options yeah so this says on june 19th 1865 union general gordon granger led thousands of federal troops to galveston texas to announce that the civil war had ended yeah, and slaves had been freed approximately tw- uh, 250,000 texan slaves had no idea that their freedom had been secured by the government yeah but 63 is when abraham lincoln said that's the thing like 65 is when 
like yeah now everyone knows about it but it took two years before that man i'm gonna i, I use you as a fact checker and you didn't yeah but check. everywhere i've seen said 65 oh, 65 why... yes 65 is like the official like this is the start Six, eight, nine, ah, god damn i can't even talk june 19th 1865 was when it's like the official start because now everyone is is aware that yo we're free we can do what we want but i believe 1863 is when abraham lincoln signs the the i don't even know what the thing is called there god damn that's what you do when you don't have like pre-production and it's so early do you need help bro no um there is something uh just say i'm right so i can uh get my bet money Whatever you want. I hate give when me. you Google and like they have bits and pieces of stuff, and then you have to find it in the actual um, the Emancipation Proclamation issued by Abraham Lincoln on January first, eighteen sixty three, had established that all enslaved people in Confederate states in rebellion against the Union shall, uh, shall be, be then thenceforward and forever free. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. But in the reality, the Emancipation Proclamation didn't instantly free any enslaved people. Proclamation only applied to places under Confederate control and not to slaveholding border states or rebel areas already under Union control. However, as Northern troops advanced into the Confederate South, many enslaved people fled behind Union lines. Yeah, I don't really... So I'm not really a history buff, so I don't know all those details. But I'm just saying, so it took those two years before, like, the war got out to the... That's crazy. ...of the people in Texas. Why did it take two years? I mean, they didn't have phones where you could just ring up and be like, yo, we're free. I don't know. I still feel like that's a long time. <laughs> Would you expect... I mean, they're not in a rush. It's like, it's, it's not... Well, right. Eh. That's still... Mm, me. But... I hope... One thing I love, and I love this so much about like people that are our age and younger. I was telling my mom this. My mom didn't know about June uh, Juneteenth is what I told you like earlier. So it's interesting knowing like these older people didn't know about it. Um, but one thing I love, and I told my mom this. I'm like, you. I feel like she comes from the the idea of you know it's great that everyone's fighting stuff like that, but she feels like things aren't going to change. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm like I get where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you you've had you know decades of being in this world and and whatever situations you have been in or what you've seen and all that stuff. So I get it. But I strongly believe that like the majority of us as people, white, black, Spanish, Asian, all you know, all that, no matter who you are, like we all want the same thing. It's just just to live and just be happy and just you know be accepted like yeah you're gonna have minor problems but it shouldn't everyone should have the same opportunities regardless of your race or gender or or however you identify um and like i really do feel like that's going to happen you know i would say even by the time like our kids are like old enough maybe in their teens or something Mm something what i'm thinking maybe like what 10 20 years something like that Mm -hmm. i'll give myself like 2040 by 2040 i feel like things will change maybe be a bit better I mean, to be quite honest, I don't think we're going to see as much as we should within our lifetime. Why not? Because these are things that take a long time to undo. I think it's kind of... I don't know. It's one of those where I am hopeful because I do think 
the upcoming generation is different. I think that they, I mean, they're not going to settle for less than what's right. And um, so I think that's that's good. But at the same time, you have, again, where the older generation has to die off. You have us who were like in the middle. I feel like millennials are like a middle ground because it really depends on again how you were raised what part of being a, like what age bracket millennial you are because it's a big kind of range there's i don't know and i just feel like things like this i get where she's coming from because she was around you know when black panther was the big thing and you know there there were a lot of movements that seemed like they were going to do more than they did I think. And I, so I feel like I get where she's coming from, that she's kind of like, you know, this is just another one. Um, I think for us, it doesn't feel like just another one because this is maybe the biggest one in our lifetime that we've seen. So it's one of those where I'm like, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer <laughs> because I want it to be the change we need. But I also know that people are stubborn. Things take a really long time to undo. Mm-hmm. And things like that. So I don't know. I don't know how much we're going to see. We're going to see change for sure. We already are seeing it. Um, But I just don't. I don't know if it's going to be like 100% of what's needed. It's not going to be 100% obviously. But again, I just showed you a video the other day that was like 1976 or something like that of like. uh, It's like these two or three like black girls in this white neighborhood um, just riding a bike and like. A gang, gang of these like of these thugs let me say since i use this this term uh uh of like you know white kids um because i don't think i saw adults in that i could be wrong but like you know teenagers maybe in their 20s or even like the you know very youngest they they grouped up and were pushing and shoving these two two or three uh, black girls on their bikes and they like you know call them n-word all that stuff just to hear like a little kid say that it's just like damn the hate well, that that you say that you don't even know what you're even saying is but that's wild. what i fear too because i feel like as a whole the younger generations are going to be really good and helpful but then there's also still like that's the thing is racism will never completely die out if you think about it like mm-hmm. just because it's taught it won't you know, and for people to unlearn these negative traits and thoughts and stuff, they have to go through a process to unlearn it themselves and then be able to teach their children differently. And a lot of people don't do that. A lot but of people just continue on with what they were taught. I, so I'm not saying I'm, I don't care about 100%, obviously, but I'm saying this was back in eight and sorry, 1976. Mm-hmm. But that was like what fifty years ago, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot has changed within that. Like, a lot has changed within that fifty years. So you tell me, in like the next twenty after you know us bringing this and we're seeing you know bills being passed and like just more things being done to like just accept people. Um, I yeah, I do think things are gonna change. Things aren't the same as they were when I when I tell my friends things aren't weren't the same as they were back in like the early 2000s of how black people were treated um it's just thing things are changing as much as you feel like they're not like no i do again i'm in this 20 kind years of, is a huge difference i get from that back then to now <sighs> 
Yeah, but then you also look at the past 20 years and you're like, I don't know. I would much rather be in this 20 years than last 20 years. I don't know. I just feel, I feel like, like, again, it's this weird middle ground of, obviously it's never going to be enough, you know? It's never going to be like changed enough in the right direction. I'll take bit by bit. It, again, it went from we not like we don't like these these you know these people that have different skin color than us. So the majority of people are gonna be like, yo, I don't like like these black people or I don't I don't like these darker skin people, whatever race they are, because in general that's how the world felt and they made it out to seem bad and it's ridiculous still to this day. Um, but it's like it's it's changing to where it's like, yo, it's cool, it's fine, it's it's acceptable, like bit by bit it it keeps changing like i don't know as much as you're like you don't know i feel pretty hopeful because the last 20 years if you go back to like the early 2000s i wouldn't want to be around that time like things were were a lot worse and like yeah things are bad but like i i don't know i feel like things are also different like people are more accepting people will have yeah no i i think (sighs) I, I feel like I'm not coming across the way I want to. Dog. Like, it's, it's, like, I feel like, yes, things are always changing and things are changing for the better. I just, I don't know. I, we, I see it as, like, still, you know, if we're still in 2020, if we're still even debating this, if we're still having to talk to people and say, no, what you're saying is racist when they really don't see it. I feel like it's like we still have so far to go because people are still completely blind to even what they're defending or saying. Okay. And that's the frustrating part. You're going to have people no matter what. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I feel like you keep going back to 100%. I don't care about 100%. I care about it being the majority, just like it was the majority back in 1976 for them to dislike black people. I want to be the majority for it to be the opposite. Like, that's it. Like, I don't, I don't need, give me, I'll take 80, I'll take 90, I don't care. I, at the end of the day, what it's going to end up happening is like, yo, if you're racist, you're gonna be pushed to some side and you can feel how you want to feel, but we're not about it. Like, that's it. Like, we're, we're here to love each other and, and respect everyone and that's it. Like, I'm not looking for 100%, but I'm looking for the majority of things to be better. Yeah, if not for me, then yeah, for my kids is what it's building. What for everyone's kids? Like, let's be real. That's what these this push is for. Like at the end of the day, yeah, cool. We're gonna get old, whatever. But it's like it's not for us. It's it's always about like I don't want my kids to go through this. Yeah. And if you're trying to find a video, once again, I'm gonna say Stop. that you should have saved this so we could pull it up f- sooner. It's fine. Just keep going. Oh boy. Well, to touch on Richard Brooks from last week, the cop, well, the two officers that were a part of this, um, they've been charged, the cop that shot him was charged with murder. Um, I forgot what the other cop was charged with, but I guess that the cop that didn't shoot Richard is also going to be testifying against that officer, which is like something that has not happened in a ever, I don't think. <laughs> like, so that's... That's scary for the officer. Sorry. To have to go against another because from what I hear, it's like they all got to band together because if you do something like that, it's he, probably going to be hell for you after that. But he like did you're basically, I understand, but you're basically you're going against 
Oh, yeah, like you can a, go against them, yes. This organization have, that it's like, yes, because it's like have, a union. It's like a like you know and. Uh, yeah, because they have their. It's a. It's a whole clique so I give them a lot of credit. But eh, it's just doing what's right. Like, it is, but I'm saying that is hard. And when plus, you're, it's like you're gonna be, you know. Because I, I feel like the cut. If you, I, I don't have the video with me, but if you recall the video, which I'm not sure if you do by any chance, um, you'll see in that video where like. You know, the cop shoots him. His partner shoots Richard. And then the other cop is kind of like, he, like, jumps because he's taken back as to why, like, uh-huh. he just shot if you, like, because uh-huh. uh, cop was going at Richard. And then the other guy was on the right, like, by the cars um, running at him. And I feel like he jumped. And I noticed that in the video. And I, I kind of, I don't know. I feel like he was like, I don't know if he agreed with that because he wasn't expecting anyone to get shot in this. Because it didn't seem like it was needed, but mm-hmm. did you find what you were looking for? Yeah, this is in in regards to what you were saying about how it's simply like way far back. Somehow people were like, oh, black people are wrong and they shouldn't, you know, they're this, that and the other thing just simply because of what they look like. Mm-hmm. So this white girl on, on TikTok, she went off. Um, Duh, it's Emily. If you're wondering who, so <laughs> I'm about to piss every white person off on this app right now. <laughs> oh shit! Here we go. I just saw a TikTok that said, "What if white people didn't exist?" And then I remembered, we aren't supposed to exist. <laughs> Being white is a genetic mutation. <laughs> we don't exist naturally. <laughs> White people literally come from when Pangea was a thing, and then we split up into different continents, and the people moved further away from the equator and bred lighter and lighter-skinned people and even albinos until white people were created. So people that are white have the audacity to be like, we're the Aryan race, we're the supreme race. Baby. <laughs> How can you be the supreme race when you weren't even a race to begin with? be superior <laughs> if you were never supposed to exist <laughs> so yeah i thought that was really interesting because personally i didn't know that what i, I stop stop I, I feel like i've said stop. this to you before hold up <laughs> don't I swear I've don't said this be to you. i yes but i didn't know all that i didn't know like why it was a thing and okay don't judge me sir sir no but um and it's kind of funny because then this goes back to uh, defending like people get mad when people talk about black Jesus. Yeah, because and those it's people like would be darker, right? But it's like if you think about it, and also like Middle East and like all this stuff. If you think about all of that, mm-hmm. way back then, Everyone why would he have been white? It like it, you know. So, <sighs> but yeah, I found that very interesting. I'm like, oh okay yeah so it, it makes a lot of sense so it's like it goes back to how did we twist it i want to know where this started of like who was the first person to be like no white people are it black people are out we're gonna take control of them we're gonna make them slaves like this is it this is what we're supposed don't to do i really this. huh don't quote me on this but i believe i heard something like was it like the spanish war or something something a long time ago where they like they they uh divided people up by like their race 
not by the race, by the color of their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, somehow, I forgot how, the, how it was explained, but I believe that's how it like initially started, where people started becoming aware of like what, what color of their skin is. Because I'm like, where? Like, why? Why? You know what I mean? Because if we slowly started to become lighter and lighter, depending on where you were from the equator, okay, whatever, like, you just are, like, okay. But then... I would just think, okay, we're all just here. We're all we're all just chilling. Like it's fine. So where I'm like, where did it happen? Where we're just no, we gotta completely split these people up. And this is supreme. This is dirt. This is like we gotta treat them like dirt. Like the no, what? I'm not a history person. Where did we go wrong? But yeah, there's there's a certain portion of history where it's like I don't. I feel like we don't know. Like I don't, I don't know. Whenever we started, which again counting, does not surprise me. Whenever we started counting years, I feel like that's what's like all documented and stuff like uh-huh, that. But I uh-huh. feel like what happened with the rest? There's a period of right. like something where like this, right? The, yeah, before all this, right, right. Um, after dinosaurs and before, yeah, yeah. Before um, the 1600s. Because for example, that, you know? I, I've said, I swear I've said this to you, and fine, you don't. It doesn't click in that moment. Cool, but like. Do people not understand that, like, I can go out into the sun and probably sit out there longer than you and not have well, to worry right. too much about being right, sunburned right, right. or something like that? Like, No, and I get that. And it makes complete sense. And I know I've talked to you about that part because it does make complete sense that, I mean, obviously, nowadays we know better, like, everyone should wear sunscreen because skin cancer is a thing. We get that. Obviously. However, but we know, like, your skin naturally defends... Mm-hmm. like versus mine i mean you know i was pulling weeds for a half hour and i'm over here getting super tan because like uh, it's just it it just beats down on me it's hot and i could just feel my face getting red and it's like a thing versus you it's like you may get a little darker but your skin is like a natural defense against yeah. the harshness of the sun which then goes and makes sense for the closer you are to the equator because obviously it's hotter and all that and your so body, you know adapts to the situation over time. so it's like it makes complete sense when you think of it this way mm-hmm. that we all derived from originally being darker so why where did it switch where was the magic moment that this is how we're gonna run the rest of our lives and all of our and you know everybody descendants of us lives forever like i just genuinely i'm like where did that control have to come from because in my world you know my nice little la-di-da fantasy uh we're all cool like some people start to breathe lighter some people stay the same some people go darker whatever like but we're all just kind of here you know it's cool like okay so some lighter people are farther from the equator some darker people are closer to it and then if we move hey we're mixing okay cool like it's i i it's it may sound naive and simplistic but it's like i just i don't get why that wasn't a thing you have me thinking about yeah and it's interesting um like for example what like when you think of like africa Mm -hmm. like you think of just black people and it's like but um, no there's, there's also white people there right no i <laughs> so had like, a i had a client that was from africa and she had the whole accent and everything but like super super light super white mm-hmm. and but she genuinely like she lived there and she was gr- grew up there and i mean 
Yeah. So that's a thing, too. I'm trying to find, like, man, can we do, like, a whole history check on this? Like, I'm trying to see Seriously, where, gotta, like, like, the origins we are. We have to, like, figure this out because... It switched at some point. It doesn't make sense. If we all derived from being darker and that naturally makes sense, then (sighs) I don't know. Like, sure, I get uh, evolution and the body mutates. And so I understand that, like, sure, it makes sense that people got lighter and lighter. uh, But it's the whole taking control and it's the whole this race is this and this race is this. Mm-hmm. why <laughs> why so Damn. that's pretty messed up i think you know damn yeah i'm gonna so she I'll, got a good point i'm gonna probably do some digging in this uh fast and free time and bring an update you guys on this next episode because i'm kind of curious <sighs> like dig into this a bit more it's like we're not superior by any means again we're all humans that's how i look at it it's like there's literally nothing that makes me more superior than the next person. Like mm-hmm. we're all just people. And it's like we're not that's I think that's where I come from is I don't know if in our lifetime we're going to see where people are just seen as people. Okay? We're like race doesn't come as a factor of whether you live or die or whether you get a harsher sentence for drugs or whether um you know, you're in poverty and all that stuff. And then sexuality and gender doesn't come in when it comes to workplace bias and pay um, pay gaps and like all this stuff. I think that's where I'm like, I feel like there's so many fundamental issues among all of the different oppressed groups that I just feel like we're not going to see all the change we need in our lifetime. Yeah. I mean, which and fine. it's sad but i don't i don't i i'm not looking for all the change but i'm just looking for the <sighs> change by the time we have kids and like they're you know you know and they're like like early to late teens i just, don't want my yeah. kids to have less opportunity because of their skin color or their gender identification mm-hmm. literally those things do not matter in the scheme of if you should get accepted to college and what job you can get and how much money you can make in that job compared to say a white man and like all this stuff i it's infuriating yeah i got i'm trying to like i'm like doing digging as you're like talking here i don't know it's gonna take some some time i think to look into but i don't know i just know the um I'm looking like briefly. Yeah, I guess like the Spanish War did have, I, I, maybe not to the extent of what I'm thinking, but like they did have some issue when it came to race. Um, when was the Spanish War? It was like 1898. It says right, but okay, so 1898. But I'm saying they had their I'm own like, like thing with race because they because I'm didn't. yeah, but somewhere along the lines, and I think it happened even before America, at this point. Well, yeah. Before the whole 1600s and I don't know if you're gonna Columbus, if we even go there, but um, yeah, that's the thing. It had to happen hundreds of years earlier, before slaves, before all that stuff. Because where did that divide start? I don't know. We'll find out with another update on that. Because it was before (laughs) slavery, obviously, but there was some pinnacle point that it was like. 
no, this race good, this race bad. This race can do everything they want. This race we completely control. Why? I don't know, bro. <laughs> like, it's simple. My thinking is simple. I just, people overcomplicate things. I don't know. But uh, <sighs> to, to slightly move on here, mm-hmm. another co- conflicting issue is now everyone's looking at Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, um, what other, what's the other products? Is it cream wheat? Oh, whatever, I think so, whatever the yeah. thing is mm-hmm. of their their um, packaging because yeah it's, it's land a, of lakes land of lakes but they i guess they changed it recently yeah i don't know how past. long ago that was but they took the representation of indian native american and here's what i'm gonna say off i need here's my frustration because i was frustrated this whole week going on facebook and, and seeing everyone that is not a minority like speak on this really if you don't understand why we find Aunt Jemima to be an issue, Uncle Ben to be an issue, it's like, dog, once again, we want to keep using images of black people, and it's like, I'm not sure, I don't have the history of Aunt Jemima's and like that thing, so I'm not sure if you have that, but it's just oh. a company just freaking feeding it. Oh, you're going to play, didn't we play on the last one? Yeah, no? I don't think so. No? I didn't think we talked about this. But like, it's one. just, <laughs> dog, We so many things about this country is like built on on racism like the, the statues we put up of people the buildings we name after you know these these old dead people like it's just it's nasty and it's like yeah as as people that are my age and younger we're we're not having it i'm great that you that you guys feel that yo oh man aunt jemima was so great and i have her every every time with my pancakes why you gotta get rid of such a great woman and like all that stuff and not knowing the history behind it like just stop it please so i'll play the the famous at this point tiktok video explaining about uh aunt jemima you know what i might have but we're gonna play it again because we're talking about it right now oh Uh-oh, didn't even have your oh the sound's not on my yeah. bad baby you hungry let me fix you some breakfast aunt jemima did you know the name aunt jemima means slave mammy of the plantation south did you know the founder, Chris Rutt, a white man, got the name after attending a minstrel show? Think blackface. Did you also know he hired former slave Nancy Green to be his very own Aunt Jemima, where she went around cooking pancakes and telling people stories of the good old South? And afterwards, they could take home a box of Aunt Jemima and that feeling of having their very own mammy. Not today. Black Lives Matter, people. Even over breakfast. So that is Sing Kirby Singh was the original creator of that TikTok. Um, And basically, so what happened on our end is somebody on my friends list on Facebook posted an image and it has a little bottle on it. uh, And it said, if you're offended by a syrup bottle, you are the problem. And of course, it's a white girl. Um, we were just stunned because it's like to be so ignorant. That's just it. Like it's so, um, I didn't know how to respond at first when I first saw it. So I kind of let a couple hours go by to see like what was going to happen. And I turned notifications on, by the way, people 
fun fact because people still don't know this you do not have to comment following if you want to turn notifications on on facebook you go to the little three three dot button and you can turn on notifications and nobody even knows never you did it. had to maybe in the very old days no, I but, know, it's always but people been a thing. yeah people yeah. are still they always put following f or whatever yep. so over a couple hours i had seen that it got five likes all white people um and then there was someone who commented unfortunately i do not have screenshots of the other couple comments so what ended up happening is two other people in addition to myself made comments um the first one was informative it was like an informative paragraph i agreed with them mm-hmm. i simply put the the tiktok video in the comment and i was like you know i said in a nice way i was like just you know this take less than a minute watch this video um it basically uh explains the whole issue here and then the person after me who they came for her it was like a it was an aggressive comment um and basically saying how she was the problem and all this yes um shortly after she deleted all our comments and i then i private i I chose to private message her instead of leaving a comment and saying hey why'd you delete our comments (laughs) um i was like oh you know i just um what did I say? You know, I'll I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> I'm also kind of curious if this, per- this person uh, blocked you. She has not yet. Oh. We're still friends. I've, I'm waiting. I I purposely didn't remove her because I want to see. I wanted to see how she handled that. I really thought she'd remove me. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I said, so you're not open to discussion or understanding another point of view. Well, rem- why remove the comments, especially when someone like me wasn't combative, rather coming from a place of education and understanding. Of course, she saw it, said nothing to it. Later on, she deleted the entire post. So that's kind of how that saga went. Um, But I think to post a picture like that, wow. To literally say you're the problem. Guys, it's syrup. I hate to break this to you. But if they rebrand, if they take the name off, if they take the picture off, I promise you... It's still going to taste the same. Still going to buy it. It's going to taste the exact... Because they're not going into reformulating. They're not doing all that. They're just simply giving it a little cosmetic upgrade. Okay? So your syrup, your precious syrup, which, by the way, is not even my favorite. It's like, it's all right, but whatever, is still going to be fine. Like, you're still going to enjoy your syrup. And then, yeah, you have the... You have the white people who... Someone comes to mind for me, um, but I will leave them nameless like I usually do with this podcast. <laughs> and as, as you see, I've been doing because I'm nice like that. Um, they're, I guess, more naive than outright like this, um, where they're, they come from the point of view of, oh, yeah, that's my, like you were saying, my comfort syrup. And it's, but... Oh, but it's such a cute name and it's a cute picture. She's been in our family forever. Right? Like, it's like I know her and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, also, can we talk about the fact, have you guys seen the original, like, Aunt Jemima, like, picture? Mm -hmm. How even that, they gave her probably a stereotypical upgrade on the bottle that we know today. Mm -hmm. Because she's a bit thinner, she's a bit lighter, like, all this stuff. So... Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Um, so I'm here for it. I'm here for the rebranding and the rename. You know, it's one of those things that it kind of is 
too little too late in my opinion but at least they're doing it they, they weren't gonna people the minority complain about this so right. mainly black people right but like once it starts being like oh the majority has right. an issue once with this people get let's, loud. that's mm-hmm. okay we gotta do something uh-huh. it was bound to happen because we're because yeah. at that point well we're risking we're not gonna sell syrup anymore then no one's gonna buy it pretty much so I think it's really unfortunate that obviously businesses are more concerned with their bottom line and their their profits than they are with how they come across and what they're representing as a company. Uh-huh. Um, it's one of those, again, too little, too late, but also maybe better late than never. Like it's kind of at least they are still doing it and they're not just like, nah, we're good. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's one of those. But I'm here for it. I think it's yeah, it's an overdue change. What You know what? I've been living by and what I've even told other people it's the whole once you know better do better Mm -hmm. that's all it is so like for example I never knew that that was the origin of it I kind of it's one of those where growing up you had like a feeling you were almost like hmm you were kind of like why did they choose her like why is it named this like but you never like looked into it you know you were just kind of like okay this is the syrup we get as a child um but once I learned that, once I saw that TikTok, I was like, all right, that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. So it's, it's different than, to give an example, it's different than the uh, famous Amos where it's like, this guy literally right. named the cookies after himself. Right. And it was his company. Like, a, exactly. It was a black owned company because that's what Until we're also up, seeing. But, yeah. Sorry, what? Until he gave it up. But yeah. Well, right. But that, yeah. So what we're seeing also a trend on Twitter I saw is it'll be like, show the company and show the owners. Mm-hmm. Like, what is forward-facing the public, like the Aunt Jemima bottle, mm-hmm. and who actually creates it? And there's so many companies, yeah. so many companies that make it seem like it's black-owned, but it's not. Obviously. So, I think that's another thing that's very important to um, differentiate. Yeah. So. Um, man. <laughs> so, to continue on with, with this education episode that we have going here um i wanted i I told you about this um but i want to you know give you more context about this so lecrae he's a he's a a christian rapper is what i'd label him as and he went on he had a a show with or i guess a conversation with the ceo of chick-fil-a and a white pastor that i'm not familiar with but i'm assuming he's a notable person um and the white pastor didn't want to say white privilege he wanted to call it white blessing oh yeah you told me about this yeah and i'm gonna play a clip of this i'm not sure where, where i'm gonna stop it at but i just want you to hear how this guy explains it and we're gonna talk about it here so oh man here we go It just is like a fuse goes off for a lot of white people because they don't want somebody telling them to check their privilege. And so I know that you and I both have struggled in these days with, hey, if the phrase is the trip up, let's get over the phrase and let's get down to the heart. Let's get down to what then do you want to call it? And I think maybe a great thing for me is to call it white blessing. Now, of course, white blessing is goddamn. Goddamn. Oh, so it's not the whole. Yeah, I was trying to get it, but it's uh, goddamn no. <laughs> okay, no. we get it though. Damn, I was trying to get into it, yo, because this guy goes on and he explains what white, uh, what white blessing is, uh-huh. 
and he's like, he's he, he, this guy, this pastor says it's a blessing because because of you know everything that that was that came from slavery. You know, it's a blessing that I you know was I'm able to like live this life and and essentially kind of like justifying it in a sense, bruh. And I'm like, bruh, what? That's a bruh moment. And then, and of course, you know, everyone got heated when this interview came out. It's a blessing out. that I'm able to live this life. Just listen to that. Exactly. Okay, but you're, you it, realize who is suffering because you do? you know how many people had do? to die for your like, white blessing? <laughs> like, what? That's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how any of this works. It's literally that commercial. Like, um, so, what? So, the, so, because when when this pastor said his thing and all that stuff lecrae just sat there and he just nodded like he was cool this like he didn't just take in what this pastor just told him that this was a blessing this was great he just well, of course it it's one of those where you don't really know what to say and then so everyone got mad at him and rightfully so and the pastor came out and apologized and all that stuff and, and lecrae came out and explained but it's like the people that feel like, yo, I don't want to call it white privilege, or I have, like, some friends that, like, say, oh, white privilege isn't a thing, and it's like, shut up. Like, I saw one of my friends post a video this past week, and it's like, um, it's this black woman, which is like, how are you going to say that, you know, there's privilege? I can, you know, buy the same clothes as someone, buy the same car, buy, you know, I have this nice phone, I have this and that. That's great. We can buy the same things, yes. But when it comes to someone, like a a person being able to stop you from doing things, that's the issue. Like we can buy the same right, stuff. Because you like, could argue the same exact thing with the position that you're in. You could say the same things that she did, but you also recognize the difference. And there is, there's yeah. clearly there's something there. And I gave my my friend uh, an example. He didn't reply to it, um, obviously, because no one wants to, but because this lady's point was oh she, you know she has the same rights and everything as everyone else so i went sent him an article of last year california passed like a, a where you can't discriminate against black people's hair because some workplaces do right. do this mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i sent him the article probably didn't check it out especially women yeah and i further went in and i gave him an example of this as to how i had one of my friends come in which you've met and he's like I, i'd say he's like me but like he's he's smarter in the sense of like he he went to school he has this bachelor's like he mm-hmm. like this guy was he's set up so i'm like i'm like if my if my boss likes me he's probably gonna like this guy because we're we're pretty similar mm-hmm. and this guy has a degree and everything I, i'm sitting here with just a high school diploma like mm-hmm. you know this is someone that he should hire <sighs> so i really think my boss at the time is uh is a uh, I wouldn't say racist, but biased or something like, or maybe slightly uh-huh. racist or something. Microaggressions. But he, he, the reason he didn't hire him was because he had a man bun and he thought that wouldn't be proper to be around like clients, which first off, we barely are around clients. I know. Like maybe once a year, if For that, the conference, if, if, if you're you lucky go, enough to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I just really feel like he has an issue with, with black people because as I told you recently, they hired a white guy, and within like a year of this white guy being there, he got upgraded to to being like a team lead. And it's like I was there for what was it like a year? Oh, pretty much a year on point. But other people were there for like two, three years. A guy left after being there for like three, four years, and was like doing a good job and everything, but didn't get it. And it's like mm-hmm. it's because the only thing that's different from this current guy that's there, obviously, he's white um but the only thing different is he he wore he, not like a suit but he wore like 
the stupid office outfit that I find is so stupid because I'm around my colleagues all the time. So why mm-hmm. am I dressing up just so you guys can see me? I don't care. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, dressed up in the regular like dress pants and button up shirt all the time. So that's the only one up he had against everyone else that has been there for years. And they got, got tired because they weren't getting a promotion. And I'm like, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. I don't know. I have frustrations about a lot of things. And at I this know. point, I'm very tired and upset and irritated by a lot of friends that I, I, I you know, share uh, a common space with. I hear that. <laughs> Anything you want to add there on this white blessing uh, topic? Do you look feel at, like it, it's a blessing? This, no, because look at it this way. <sighs> Why should I specifically be the one getting blessed? Why is it because of my race it's a blessing? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Why should people have to suffer for my blessing? Pretty much. Like, because you're basically saying it wasn't a blessing just because we had a good life. No. You're saying it was a blessing because because of slavery yeah okay (laughs) you know what's funny Uh -uh. so would you expect the chick-fil-a ceo to say uh as far as their statement towards this the stuff that's happening i don't know to be honest because i know that they are vocally against lgbtq plus which sucks um but I don't know where they stand on race. Because, so, of course, I'm sure, watch, it'll surprise me and they'll be different. This is the CEO, Dan Cathy. And he goes and, and says, um, be, uh, like, a, I guess a dozen Chick-fil-A restaurants have been vandalized over the, the last week. Um, he urged white people to repent and take action against racism during a roundtable discussion that he had Sunday. And this is the one with Lecrae and everything. And uh, the white pastor. And he says, my plea would be for the white people, rather than to point fingers at that kind of criminal effort, would be to see the level of frustration and ex... Uh, I'm going gonna, gonna to kill this word. Exasperation. Exasperation, yeah. And almost a sense of hopelessness that exists among some of these activists within Amer- African-American communities. And I was like, thank you. Okay. Honestly, here's what I here's what I think. I think Chick-fil-A, they they're cool with people race-wise. Yes, they're, they're because it's like, oh, that's not going against God or whatever yeah. however they view it. Yeah. Um cuz the Bible doesn't but, say anything about that, right? Right, the same on the same breath. What if it's a trans black woman? Uh, oh, we don't care. Matter. Yeah. What if it's, it's sad to what say if it's a queer black man oh we don't care it's sad to say and i think we had an episode talking about this uh, maybe a few months back or something but it's ridiculous these trans women that are getting killed and these oh communities. absolutely that's why there's been a lot of things going around specifically supporting trans black women mm-hmm. because they are the most vulnerable and i get it it's sad i get it it's different and i'll say my first experience um more so with like I guess you could say, I'm trying to think, I don't know the proper term. Transgender? With that and also, I guess, 
drag queens i guess yeah i think so right yeah so it's interesting because some some are cool being called drag queens some some people are identify as bi gender i don't want to so like they are one gender but then they also can dress up as another gender so there's there's different uh and I, classifications and i get it because like some people like they're like man it's different i don't like it and it's always that like if you don't understand something if you're, you're uncomfortable fearful. yeah and like i remember this is when i was like a teenager i forgot how old i was um I didn't find it like nasty or anything like that, but you kind of like giggle to yourself. Um, this mm-hmm. one time when I went to this was yeah back in like 2014, damn, 2014, 2013, one mm-hmm. of those two, mm-hmm. where me and my friends we go to this uh, convention, PAX East that happens every year, um, and we just happened to, to go out and I think hit like a movie spot that was in Boston, and um we were like walking down the street and it was just like weird seeing like these super tall like guys that like in uh and like dresses and stuff and like i'm not gonna you know laugh at them and point anything out but it's just like i've never in my being in the little area we're in because we're not in a city you like you never see that and it's like that's i'm like that's that's pretty interesting i was kind of curious to see like where they were going because i kind of i'm like I, st- I want to mark this on my my list of things to do. I always want to go to like a drag show or something. Oh my god! Just me to too. like be a part of the environment. Oh to me see how that too. Is. Because you just hear how amazing they are. Because not only are they funny, because of course like they ca- they kind of use it as like a comedy club kind of thing, but also like and they just sound like these awesome like positive places to and be it's in. Where like every That's why yeah, I everybody's go. cool. Like it's just we're all chilling. Like yep. And yeah, so my first, I think, real experience was probably 2012-ish when I went to Cape Cod and Provincetown is nationally known as like the place to go um, if you are in that community. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I saw so many, in particular men, so many gay men together um, were like the biggest thing on that street. Um, and then, yeah, there were like drag shows, which at the time I couldn't get in cause they were like 21 plus clubs and I wasn't, um, but there were those and it was just like people had jer- like jerseys on that had like, say the year they got married or something. And like people were just open and just loving and just themselves. And it was like, it was partly this. I guess you could say culture shock because I wasn't used to being around all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like, I just loved seeing, like, I loved, the, like, these, I remember it was like this pair of men and they had the little jerseys and it made up their year and, like, they were just adorable. Like, they were, maybe they were, like, honeymooning or something. Like, I don't know. But it was just, like, I love that stuff. Like, and I just, because I obviously, I'm a hopeless romantic. I love love period Mm -hmm. and so for me seeing it displayed in such a way that's like we have fought for this and we've come so far like that's so cool i'm with it and yeah so i think that's at the time i really felt like even though my friends probably wouldn't be up for it i I was kind of curious so i'm like that's interesting you and and me so have to do that and and i feel like now that i'm now we're going through this current like climate i'm Mm -hmm. like i feel like the reason i i was kind of interested in to know where they were going it says yeah i would feel 
Accepted. I would think I would feel accepted in that mm-hmm. in that you know environment where I'm not like judges. Mm-hmm. So yo, why is there a black guy in here? Like right. it wouldn't it wouldn't be like that. Or why you know he's he's not here to steal or ruin it. Right. Or, you know all that stuff. Like it doesn't matter at all. Yeah. It's um, so cool. So that's that's something to cross off the list, man. Mm-hmm. Um. All right, man. We we hitting on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So to wrap this bad boy up, guys, we got a relationship topic that is away from this stuff wanted to change it up um man this one i'm gonna i'm i'm not gonna follow this too much i'm kind of just gonna gaze like give a summary yeah i'm just gonna go through it a little bit here okay but essentially so this guy goes on to say he wants to get married but he's scared shitless of a divorce and it's preventing him from proposing He's 28 and his girlfriend's 27 and they've been together for almost three years now. Um, they've known for a while that they were right for each other and they want to be together and he loves her and he knows he wants to marry her, but he's scared uh, out of his mind about a divorce. Mm-hmm. And do you know the reason for that? Or why do you think the reason for that is? Because a lot of people are and just that's kind of hey, how, because how he, we're taught. He lived through it because he grew up in a divorce oh right that makes sense um and he has quite a few family members who have been divorced so he knows what kind of incredible emotional toll it can take on a person Mm -hmm. i wouldn't say i'm particular particularly emotionally strong and i honestly don't think i could take the pain of a divorce um he knows it's an irrational fear and that they hardly fight and they're very good at communicating so if there's a disagreement they can just talk it through and resolve it um and he's he's pretty much looking for anyone's opinion on you know what he should do or or their thoughts so you know i'm the type of person i grew up thinking divorce was like the worst thing you can do and that it's like shameful um my parents never got a divorce but probably should have Mm -hmm. and um so i think that further led into the thought of no matter what's happening in that relationship you have to stay in it and so then here i am growing up and there's still a part of me that thinks yeah, divorce sucks. Obviously, no one likes it. No one wants it. And yeah, it can feel like a failure. Um, but then I, as I've grown, especially the past few years into my own, you know, I've also learned that divorce can be a really good thing. Um, and I think I always thought that, obviously. Um, but it's not the end of the world if that's where it leads, just because if you guys can go separate ways of course it's gonna hurt any breakup or divorce like they suck Mm -hmm. but if it ultimately leads you to either individually or with someone else having a better relationship and uh taking better care of yourself and all that then hey it's you know it's worth it because there does come a point you know abuse is not acceptable whether it's mental emotional physical sexual all of that so there are certain cases where divorces, I think, are very important. Um, and the ability to have a divorce is important. Um, I think we all go into marriage 
hoping for the best, Mm -hmm. anticipating that, and all we all kind of have a little fear of divorce, I think, because yeah, not only is it emotionally scarring, it's a lot of money. Um, it's a lot of moving parts, especially if you have children, um, and all that kind of stuff. So it's one of those where, yeah, I think I was scared for a while too. And that thought crossed my mind last year when we were engaged, um, as well. And is like, all right, so I guess we're doing this. I'm kind of nervous that down the road, this may not last, whatever. I think all of, all of us have those those thoughts when we're leading to a wedding or getting married but i'm also the type of person i'm a lover okay and i love hard and i think if you give it all you got and it's one of those where real love is worth the risk and passionate amazing silly love where you can share your life together, the ups and downs, support each other, all that stuff, I think it's worth the risk that comes with marriage. Because, again, we don't know. We don't know where 20 years from now we'll be. We don't know, like, people are human, you know, they, he probably doesn't want to hear this, but, but like, as, you know, they, they communicate effectively, you know, it sounds like, but hey, 10 years down the road, that may slow down or maybe someone will not be feeling the spark anymore. And like there's stuff that can happen all the time, you know, and that's where you got to really stay on it. So I think as long as you to stay diligent on yourselves and each other every single day mm-hmm. and you keep that faith and you keep that passion and you keep that priority, I think it'll be fine. But yes, I mean... Everybody understands going into a marriage, there is the risk of divorce. Because also, there's the fact that sometimes one person is happy and the other person isn't, and they didn't realize it. And then the other person who's not happy files for divorce. And they're just like, wait, what? So there's a lot of different scenarios. So, but I think it's worth the risk. Um, I'll take it and add my personal experience with this um coming from our relationship i say when you're in three years and like everything's going good you haven't like you're able to communicate well you're able to um you know handle disagreements in a respectful and and reasonable way i say that's good mm-hmm. i say coming from us it around the three years it got it was it was tough and that was like yeah i don't know yeah it was like it was an issue um and it's like I—I I was probably thinking this at the time. What's like? Do I really want to take that chance with this mm-hmm. person? Mm-hmm. Like, do I? No, uh, we both were. Um. So I really feel like that's a good sign where it's like okay, because I feel like the first year is like, uh, like you're you're kind of trying to get to know this person. You, yeah, you need like a solid couple years. Thing. Second year, you start like unveiling your your real self, stuff like that. Third, it's like okay, this is us. Especially if you live together. Yeah, you're going through the motions, all that stuff. Um, I I feel like if you're able to communicate and you're handling things as good as you say that they're being handled, I feel like you should do it. Um, the way I look at things, at least for our relationship, is I take the I I I section things off. Um, because bit by bit, as we grow and go through different stages of our our lives. Like, I'm not trying to come in with the same energy I had from, 
you know, from like 2019, 2000, 2018 into like 2020 and whatever, like problems that are, and issues mm-hmm. that are happening then, if that makes sense. Um, like, for example, if you, if, oh, no, I can't, like, think it. Man, I can't think of, like, the best way to, like, word this. But I'm, at, I'm just trying to keep it as, as, which I'm, I like to focus on the problem as much as possible. Sorry, I'm, like, all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to focus on the problem as much as possible. Um, and as we grow and, and things are happening, like, currently, you, to, to touch on it briefly you're going through like the issue with your business stuff like that and it's like it's a sucky situation and it's like I, i'm here to help as much as possible but you know it's limiting all i could do is be mm-hmm. like things would get better mm-hmm. and you know if i can help which i can't sadly it mm. yeah it's like i don't know it's just like mm-hmm. yeah it's just trying like mm-hmm. i feel like divorce is like the very last option where it's like uh well, we've yeah. been fighting for like years now you don't like me i don't like you things are just going downhill like it's just like if we're tired of each other then yeah like well that it it seems like the better option right and like i said there's certain i think uh circumstances too where it's very justified if you're in danger in any way like things like that um i think cheating is definitely a hot topic some people some people, if you do it once, they're gone. Some people are like three times you're out. Like there's there's different rules there. So it kind of depends on who you're with. But there's definitely like there's certain categories where like divorce needs to be an option. I think it's one of those where it shouldn't be taboo and like you cannot get a divorce. We can't go into this th- basically threatening that like we can never divorce each other either. It has to be realistic that no, we're going to work our asses off. To ensure that we are loving each other properly and we are bringing our best selves into this and that, you know, X, Y, and Z. But if shit hits the fan and if it's like the worst of the worst and things just aren't improving, we've done every single thing we can do. It needs to be an option because then it's a matter of respect. Mm -hmm. Like, I think people just, again, it was such a taboo topic, like even 50 years ago, that you know you couldn't get divorced i also look at it as um re- most recently for example uh queer eye put out a new season and karamo had uh had his like moment with this lady with her husband that had like AL- als mm-hmm. and he had this scene with her where it's like um you know told her to look at her pet look behind her and look you know towards her to show like your past and your future to say hey what was in your past was great and like you don't know what's gonna happen tomorrow, but you know you know that's gonna be great too. So I I look at it as like if divorce happens, I feel like a lot of people they they treat the person they're married to as an object, and I'm kind of just like free flowing with it. So if it happens, yeah, it's going to hurt, but at the same time, you know, I love what we had, and you know all the moments we had. But it's you know if it has to happen, it has to happen. That's a good one because they could be your person, but they're not your thing. Because I feel like that's that's a lot of times. There's a difference. Like for example, we'll joke every now and then, um, not about divorcing, <laughs> um, unless it's over Mario. But party. no, like um, <laughs> what do you call it? I don't know. Like just yeah, I don't know. Just joking, and it's like if if I look at it as like, if you want to go do something, that's fine. If like I don't, I don't really. I hate the notion of like that you control the person treating someone as an object and it's like mm-hmm. dog i'm here to live just as much as you are and if you want to do something do it 
Like No, we were joking before we got on the podcast. I saw a TikTok and there was this woman who had a very, very, very low cut short. And so her boobs were all out all over the place. And so I was like, oh, I'm going to record the podcast like this. And I like pulled my shirt down, put my boobs together. And I'm like, haha. And he was all like, okay, like go ahead. Like he's very much that way where it's like, as, and I think that's very cool. Like, I don't oh, know if I've ever told you. I don't you. know if I want to say that. I, <laughs> like, I like, you can say that because I'm like, I don't, I don't know if care. You yeah, no, I don't, I don't care. We're okay. just being silly. And like, I, it's, uh, I think that's very cool. And I don't know if I've ever said this to you. Like, being a woman, being with a person, a man that is cool with these kind of things and isn't like, no, either you have to cover up or everything's mine or... Um, you can't do X, Y, and Z with your body. It's very empowering to be with someone like that because he genuinely does not care. Like, I, there's been several moments like that where, like, you know, I'll be like, oh, well, I'll wear something this short or this revealing or the, or I'll do this and that. And, it, you know, usually, like, girls do that to get, like, a rise out of their guys. And he literally doesn't care. Like, he's just like, okay, cool. Dog, get an like, OnlyFans. Let's make some money. <laughs> He literally said that like the other I'm day. Playing. I'm trying to get this <laughs> and house. And I'm just like, okay, that's a little far I'm for trying me. to get this house. That's, if we can get it You sooner, get it only fans. Men do it too. I can't shake anything. Yes, you can, baby. <laughs> uh, we love each other, see? <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, we kind of went off on a tangent, but at the end of it, I, I think this guy should do it. I think you just you're trying to talk yourself out of it, and you yeah. seems like you have a good thing happening. Yeah, um, just take the chance. Yeah. Like nobody wants it, but if you guys are like on a good playing field and you can see growing a life together, whatever that is for you, like why not? Yeah, take the chance. Love's worth it. Yeah, yeah, and it just like I said, like just don't go into it thinking like this is like this i own this person because i feel right. like that i feel like that's the attachment that's the issue everyone has like this person is mine like, and it's I suffocating just, and then the other person can resent you for it and they can't be them genuine selves and stuff like that like, i feel like that maybe yeah. that's why like divorce sucks like dog like yeah if, yeah if you if you didn't want me and all that stuff like yeah, yeah. it sucks yeah but it's like if if that's the person's choice and at the end of the day it makes that person feel right happier well again that's where respect comes into play right. mm-hmm. um that's all i got cool we did it <sighs> man on that note i'm gonna go take a shower and chill on some ac because it is hot out i'm not sure yeah. about anyone else but it, it's getting real hot out here so we're back to summer which means we have our box unit in this this office but we don't get to run it while we do our podcast because it's too loud so we sacrifice our comfort for you guys <laughs> yeah it sucks <laughs> <laughs> all right um he's like i'm just gonna say it <laughs> on that note we will see you guys next week i appreciate and love respect everyone man i'm just trying to give love out mm-hmm. hey mm-hmm. with that being said i am shadow Costa peach and the simpsons i'm joined by my lovely wife lauren and we'll see you guys next week bye peace out That was a Titan Cast episode.